1: No! Here's a little secret with what I do at the Rod Peterson Show, and I've made a career of it. I don't care whether you like me or you don't like me, but when you watch my show, I just want you to feel something.
2: How about that?
1: Whether you're happy or you're sad or you're angry or you're proud, I just want you to feel something. Because a lot of times you'll read a column or watch a show and say, That's never been the hallmark of what I do. I want to make you think, I want to make you feel something, and it's worth And if you don't agree with me, I'll be
2: fine. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello,
1: everybody. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans in the United States of America. Although the NHL is an American sport, we just need to remind them of that from time to time. Welcome to Hour 2 of the RP Show. This should be interesting. Um, I'm thinking I may get into a sports update here to open Hour 2. So we've had some... We've had a day. Been a great day, but it's been a day. And Dave Jamison, Hall of Fame sports talk host from TSN 1260 Edmonton, longtime PR communications guy for the Edmonton Eskimos, was supposed to be over this last hour, logged in early, then didn't log in at all. May have him here, may have him not. And that's fine. We'll flush it out either way. But for the benefit of those that have just tuned in, maybe you're just listening to hour two of the podcast and you did not hear hour one. Breaking news, Bell. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Martin St-Louis has been named the 32nd head coach in Montreal Canadiens history, and this is unbelievable to me. Thank you, Habs fan, resident Habs fan, Andrew Stute, for correctly cluing us in that Martin St-Louis coached Pee-wee before the the Habs. That's it, Pee-wee. But, I mean, if you know, you know. In hockey, we got a lot of problems, but maybe Martin St-Louis is not one. So he's replaced Dominic Ducharme. They've taken the interim tag off his title, and away we go with Marty Saint-Louis, whom they love in Montreal. And they finished the season under Marty, 14, 19, and 4. It just reminds me of, when I say we have problems, last hour I mentioned Rich Preston being our head coach with the Regina Pats, 95 to 97. Loved it. Coolest man in the NHL, Rich Preston, to this day. But he went to coach his kids' Adam game. Regina Minor Hockey. And they wouldn't let him on the bench because he didn't have certification. Dude. Played in the NHL for like 12 years or maybe he was eight and four in the American or WHA. Whatever. He's qualified. No, you don't have the right paperwork. You're robbing the kid. That's also hockey. (laughs) And the other sports update item... Dick Pound held almost every International Olympic Committee job there was, except president, during his 44 years as a member. Having reached his mandatory retirement age of 80 in March, the Canadian dubbed Our Dean by current IOC President Thomas Bach is stepping down. Dick Pound. Man, did we have fun with that name when we were kids. Dick Pound continues as an honorary member after transforming the Olympic landscape in the arenas of television and marketing rights and anti-doping. He first joined the IOC in 1978. IOC members elected after 1999 must retire at the age of 70. Again, who's putting in these rules? He's been doing a great job. But now they're making him step down. This sports update for Dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League. Breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest. Visit today, Dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha, RP Show viewers get 20% off of the promo code RP Show. Order yours today at G2GBars.ca. And I might say happy birthday to Ben Cahoon's wife, whom I just saw on Facebook in the break, is celebrating a 40-ish birthday, Ben says, on Facebook. See how we're all connected? Um, So I'm just sitting here, I feel like a spaceship floating out in space. We've lost, I'm not tethered to the spaceship, and I'm just floating out here. Hello, what's up with JMO? Are we gonna bring Moose back in? Super close. Super close to having a decision on a guest this hour. And then when I said we've had a day, it hasn't just it hasn't been a bad day. It's just been a day. And uh, I put out the call to our viewers in hour one. Wherever you're watching on Game Plus Television, please let us know. Shoot a text. You see the number on the screen, 902-518-3033. And first. First one that comes in, Aiden in Chicago. He's in high school in the, in the detention room. I guess they got us on the television there. He's like, thanks for curing my boredom. I'm like, it's a God shot. Um, okay, now the viewer comments have come in and now Jamo's here. Pause the comments, we'll get to those next segment when the moose rejoins us, because we got him now. The Hall of Fame announcer, PR <coughs> man, Dave Jamison from Edmonton. Jamo, welcome to the program. How you doing, stud? Uh, well, it's good to be back with you, Roddy, and uh, we had a few challenges there. I wanted to hear some of those
3: uh, those texts that you were reading there. I, I'm kind of intrigued by some of the backstories on those. But uh, thanks for having me today.
1: Ah. As am I. Dude, no more than I'm intrigued. <laughs> it's like we're popping up all over America on various cable networks and I whatever. Listen, can I start with this, with the orders? Do order fans today and last night feel the way Flames fans did last week with the Blake Coleman disallowed goal? Is that is that the similar yeah. similarity? Yeah.
3: Rod, it's rare that those uh, two fan bases uh, feel any kind of a kinship. But yes, there is a a solidarity, a brothers-in-arms feel momentarily, uh, I might add. But, uh, you know, we have spent an inordinate amount of time last night and today and probably will until they drop the puck on Game 2 going over the NHL's latest update on the Zabruder film. I mean, we are watching this from every angle. And... um, even though it appears it appears the NHL got it right, uh, nobody in the oil country wants to hear that.
1: Okay, so you're going along with the NHL's statement because you feel you have to. Listen, man, you worked in PR no. so long, you know the ins and outs of this just like I do. Like, I don't believe it. They'll yeah. do go to any ends of the earth to cover their asses, and I feel this is just yeah. another one.
3: Well, Rod, I knew we were in trouble as viewers when Ron McClain got out of, uh, out of his chair and walked to the big screen to explain it. I went, Oh, the Oilers are screwed, because I knew at that point. Listen, I do. I think it's the right call um, in a different time and place for hockey. I would say absolutely not. But we're in the here and now. You know, mistakes are not allowed. Human error is not allowed. Um, and there you have it, you know, from 58 different angles. And I guess they feel that it's it's a terribly written rule, by the way. I don't know what possession means anymore, Rod.
1: I just don't. Yeah, and, well, he had possession. But I guess I'm just going to put this to you, what our viewers asked last hour. This is how intelligent I think you are. You can answer it better than I can. A viewer in Toronto said, can the players get over this? How would you answer that?
3: Well... Um, they better, they have no choice. I know that sounds fairly stark, but Rod, you've been around hockey and sports the bulk of your life, as have I. Um, You only get a very short time to be pissed off and be down and feel that you are somehow wronged by the system. Get over it, scrap it on. Colorado is a very good team in case you hadn't noticed. And the
1: Oilers are capable of very good hockey. They weren't very good last night. Oh, absolutely. L- listen, man, I just got mesmerized listening to you. <laughs> I miss listening yeah. to you on their uh, TSN 1260 I'm, being. I'm serious, man. I love listening to you on the radio. So, yes, they have to get over it. Our poll question today for yep. Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center, I want you to vote on it. How would you rate officiating in these Stanley Cup playoffs? Above average, average, or below average? Running away with it, by the way, is average. Last I looked was 75%. How would you rate officiating in the Stanley Cup playoffs?
3: Roddy, I'm comfortable with average um, because we've lived in largely below average in the NHL, not just this year, not just in in recent times. Uh, It is the Achilles' heel. It is the soft white underbelly of the sport. There is no greater sport to watch, and I would argue even play, uh, than the National Hockey League. It's it's we're, we're living in really great times in terms of the talent. But the officiating hasn't kept pace. I don't single the individuals out. I just don't know if the system is um, has kept pace with the game itself.
1: Yeah, well, very interesting answer, because I voted average as well, because my expectations yeah. are low. And do you think yeah, that it will be addressed? I hear you. What, do you think it'll be addressed? No, come on,
3: Rod. Come on, Rod. No, no, I don't think it. Because, you know, it, Gary Bettman and, and, you know, I'm one of those people that thinks Gary Bettman's probably done a pretty good job working for his employers, the owners. Um, but And hockey hides behind, well, we've got parity now. Any team on any given night can beat any other team. Well, clearly, you didn't see the Seattle Kraken play. Um, but, you know, I, I think that that? that's kind of what happens. Hey, and I, I, you know, Seattle's my uh, one of my favorite places. But anyhow, all of that said, Rod, no, I don't think anything will happen. They may go in and put the rule book up on the hoist, and then they will proudly announce they've done a whole bunch of things to make the game better. Okay, sure, whatever.
1: You know, it's interesting, by the way, you bring up the uh, players needing to move on. The, in my mind, what flashed in was you skin your knees in life, you get up, Put on a Band-Aid, and you move on. Look at Jared Gallant. Do you think he's thinking about the yeah. Vegas Golden Knights right now? No, no. And Vegas has to answer for why they fired him. Uh, uh-huh. The East Final opens tonight. Your thoughts on that series, if you don't mind.
3: Um, I Well, I... I <laughs> You know, it's funny, everyone likes the idea of a dynasty until you actually have to face one in the Tampa Bay Lightning, two in a row, going for three, based on what they did um, prior to this series against Florida. We know how good the Panthers were. Robbie, you've seen them up close. Um, but the New York Rangers have a requisite amount of talent, offensive talent, uh, and they've got a goaltender, in Igor Shostakov, and they're doing some great things right now. I, I sometimes get weary of teams that, you know, won't, won't win one and then win another and then win another, and I know mean, we don't do that very often anymore, but um, I still think it's a Tampa series, but it won't be easy, nor should it be. But none of it should. None of it should be easy.
1: Absolutely. Dave Jamison joining us from Hockey Town, Oil Kings in the WHL <laughs> final and the orders in the conference final. But i got to ask you about football. Yeah and my guy chris jones who you know real well what do you see for the green and gold this year uh a team that is going to rely on defense which is okay because
3: chris jones is really good at defense rod you know that um and they will figure out a way to see if nick arbuckle and taylor cornelius maybe trey ford in there mix that in um whether that can um you know i feel like this is kind of a bridge year for the elks you know, that I mean they, they took this franchise right down the, the the bare nails, uh in terms of stripping away the front office, um, stripping away a lot of the roster. And you know, in football, Rod, uh, if a player, be it a quarterback, notably isn't the coach's guy, hand picked or what have you, then sometimes those relationships don't last very long. But I think what Nick Arbuckle did in the preseason game in Winnipeg served notice that he can play, you know, adequately at the CFL level. I I, I don't know how long his leash is, and Taylor Cornelius has they you know, can throw the ball from one end of the field to the other. It just has to go to the guy in the right colored jersey.
1: Yeah, well, I don't think they have anybody else, for one, but Nick Arbuckle is a great guy, and he's a great quarterback, and he's very smart. What more do you need? Chris Jones knows that. They'll be fine with Arbuckle. And lastly, David, speaking of skinning your knees or taking it in the pills and dusting yourself off and moving on, you've brought me on your show and allowed me to tell my story. I've had my struggles, and now things Mm -hmm. are great, and now you've been through yours, sir. And you look great, man. looks like you're on the rebound big time.
3: Yeah, tell our folks. Well, thank you, Roddy. Yeah, um, so what happened is May 25th, 2021, I went to my doctor. I noticed that my neck, there was something wrong with it. It was thick. And I went to see him, and he said, took one quick look, and then said, um, you've either got a gland issue or you have cancer. And I said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What What was option number two? And then what happened within days? And I mean, I'm talking like that. Days. I was, went from an ultrasound to a, a CAT scan to on June 5th of 2021, I was diagnosed with head and neck cancer, oral pharyngeal cancer, and it was three centimeter tumor which was uh, found on my left tonsil, where my tonsil used to be. And I underwent surgery uh, on July 30th at the University of Alberta, uh, July 30th, uh, a year ago, and they removed the tumor and a bunch of lymph nodes. I was in hospital for 10 days and then was started radiation, six weeks of radiation on my head and neck. Um, and it's been an absolutely life-changing, physically decimated me. Um, I've lost a lot of weight. Um, I've lost the ability to swallow properly. I've had to relearn how to swallow. Um, I had speech pathology, and I've been off work until Monday of this week. Um, you know, I lost my voice for almost a month lots of other things brought i mean i don't want to go through the litany of things that have changed but you know it's been a long very difficult road it's not over i still have you know some paralysis in my left side of my face and my neck and you know it's going to be a long journey
1: well i know you're up for it as they say uh if he brought you to it he'll bring you through it you're one thing you probably noticed, you've gotten a lot better looking, Dave, because every day people are going to say, you look great, you look great. You never got that before, right? Uh, no, you're you're right, Roddy. Uh, and part of that might be they don't say
3: it, but, my God, you managed to live. Because, you know, it was uh, my doctor sobered me up very quickly when I asked him in my first follow-up after the surgery. You know, when I had my neck cut open, Rod, just to give you some perspective, not to be too graphic, from behind my left ear to my chin, So I have a scar now and my face, you know, slid, it looked like I suffered a stroke and um, you know, they're kind of surprised I survived. And that's sobering too, knowing that I was was very ill. And um, so I I have a lot to be grateful for. Um, I feel like I've been blessed and now I got to, you know, I'm not cancer free. I can't say that for five years, but I am optimistic but realistic and that's how I'm going to live out my days.
1: Well in my other careers you know I have truly seen it all and those are yep. where the best comeback stories are and I'm very eager and excited to watch yours. David thanks for this my man. Thank you, Enjoy the hockey and football. Yes. You too take care. TSN 1260s Dave Jamison back on the air. He's a winner many times over. The Moose will rejoin us next. And uh, we'll continue the fun and frivolity right after this. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24 Hour Sports Radio at RodPeterson.com.
2: Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Made back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob.
1: Studio it is. What a wonderful backdrop. And we're having a tremendous day. I'm excited to bring in uh, our next guest. His name is Darren DuPont. Nicknamed Moose and he is in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And what a inspirational visit with Dave Jamison there last hour in a cancer battle, head and neck cancer. You don't hear that a lot. And uh, yeah, I've been communicating with JMO through all of this. Back on the air this week, uh, just a heck of a story. And by the way, I couldn't wait to to, to read this to you. I mentioned the kid in Chicago watching Aiden, because he's in detention in his high school in Chicago. And in Chicago, that might be the safest place to be. He's in a detention room in high school. And I brought up Brady, one of our longtime viewers, day one viewer, a P1 as they say. Brady was watching when I brought him up Moose. Do you wanna hear what Brady had to say? Yeah, I do. He texted the 902 line and he says, Hey Rod, it goes to show the loyalty of your fan base. My loyalty and story will always be iconic. And it all started four years ago. I came out successful. And hopefully the kid in Chicago will too. You're a role that? model, Rod. and." And kids look up to you always and forever a fan. Signed it with a heart and a fist bump, Brady. So he is one of the P1. How about that? This kid, Brady, was watching in school and he turned out just fine. How about that?
4: That's pretty great. Yeah, I love to see that. And, uh, you know, love those text messages. Keep them coming. We are
1: uh, influencing the youth. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, buddy where's hang on my breaking news bell here's another one our viewers need to notice they need to notice so i get a email here from the vegas golden knights canada's team my favorite nhl team and it's regarding the indoor football league and you're not going to believe this Darren. stay to pay attention this says a football spin and a vegas spin and a you and me spin and because of that it spins into our viewers. All right. The title is Tickets for Dollar Loan Center IFL National Championship to go on sale Friday, June 3rd. And I'll read the first paragraph. Placeline, Henderson, Nevada. The Indoor Football League and the Dollar Loan Center announced today that tickets for the Dollar Loan Center IFL National Championship game will go on sale Friday, June 3rd at 10 a.m. A presale for select customers will begin today. The championship will take place at the Dollar Loan Center, the new 5,500, 67-seat arena just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip that is home to the IFL's Vegas Golden Knights. So I'm like, he he didn't. My very good friend Mike Davis is the coach and general manager of this expansion team. I'm like, Mike didn't get him into the championship the first year, did he? And then would you doubt it? The Golden Knights went to the Stanley Cup in the first year. I wouldn't doubt it. But then I look and see that, no, this season, the game will be played Saturday, August 13th. The winner of the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference championship games will compete to be crowned the 13th IFL champion. To learn more, go to iflnationalchampionship.com. So it's like a Grey Cup. It's like a Super Bowl. They've named the location. It's Henderson, Nevada. Now, that's not to say the, the Nighthawks won't be in the game, but I, I'm like, my buddy didn't pull this one off, did he? They might still they be, might high, wouldn't they? So where I said there's a tie into all of this, we had planned to go to Vegas maybe permanently with the show and brought and we've had talks with that outfit. Let's put it that way. And then we ended up in South Florida <laughs> and we ended up in Calgary and we're going to end up in other places. But it's just there's so much to do. Mm-hmm. Like don't you kind of wonder there's not enough time there is not enough time and you know that, the people that's it in the rectangles yeah they sit at home and they're like why aren't you talking about the riders and the preseason there's so much else to do there's not enough time
4: there's not i mean there's there's not and now we have access to literally everything going on it's nearly impossible
1: to pick and choose what to do with your time From, yeah, so to the viewers, guy watching in St. Louis, Missouri. Write that one down, Clark. We got Chicago, St. Louis, Houston. He said, Rod, you were right about the safety in school in Chicago. He's safe until the Democrats need a false flag event. Stop it. Uh, From Weed and Wrestling, whatever the hell that is. Whoops, pardon me. From Weed and Wrestling, that's the name. It was About definitely time. a wild and entertaining, wild and entertaining game. My heart can't take seven games of that kind of hockey. Uh, we're all over the place, but I'll just say this. Nothing against the Vegas people at all. And one day, I'll probably put this in my book, because people wanted me to write the book when I left the writers. And I'm like, boys, I'm at halftime. You don't write the book at halftime. So, where we're going after this, uh, we'll go in that book. But the Vegas people were like, let us get this straight. So, you're going to do a Saskatchewan sports show topics in Vegas? No, leave that to me, okay? (laughs) I'll handle it, okay? We can just, we, never mind. Um, Trent Bruner in Norway writes, and he says, so many stories, so little time. Keep up the great work from Farmer in Saskatchewan. He says, I'm heading to the field with a great big load of canola. Question, what will happen in the Baker Mayfield saga in the end? Uh, what will happen? I saw this morning. I can't remember who it was. It was on Get Up. I want to say it was Swagoo. Said the Baker's going to be traded. At the very least, I mean, I could have told you that. That he's not going to be playing in Cleveland this year. He guaranteed that. He's going to be traded. Moose, where do you think he's going to go? It's a great question. I don't know. That's the
4: short answer. I, I I don't know where he's going yeah. to go. I mean, there's a lot of different landing opportunities for him. I mean, you're talking about Drew Brees coming out of retirement. You know, New Orleans was a name that had popped up. You look at some teams that have struggled and need to find help at quarterback. Right now, there's a lack. You know, people talked about Seattle being a possible destination and these other opportunities. I think teams are going to wait and see what they have at the beginning of training camp. And if they need some help, then they'll pick up the phone and try and call Baker's camp.
1: But I don't think we're going to see anything till then. Well, they're in OTAs already. And, uh, boy, it's interesting when you take your power back, which I'm not sure Baker Mayfield necessarily has, but Barry Trotz has. You know, actually, it was Elliot Friedman saying on... um, He was on the NHL network. I watched him the other day. He was saying Barry Trotz is going to take his time deciding where he's going to go. If anybody can do it, it's Barry Trotz. Because you know those teams are going, give us an answer. Give us an answer. Look who's looking for coaches right now. The Golden Knights, the Winnipeg Jets, the Philadelphia Flyers, the Dallas Stars. And let me just say this. Barry Trotz's agent is a very close friend of mine, probably watching the show right now. And he's led me to believe that Trotz, he's got his pick of jobs. Baker Mayfield isn't quite that, but I think he'll land in a good situation and clearly Cleveland is not a good situation. Everything happens for a reason. And things do end up turning out fine. By the way, John Ohm, Ohm he says, Rod, are you going to broadcast this show on the moon one day? Approved. If Moose can find out, if Moose can find out a way to do it, yes. I feel like you and Elon Musk are going to team up on that one.
4: Um, yeah. We're going to strap you into a rocket and go
1: live. Why not? It's the Rod Peters. Oh my God. It'd be unreal. Why aren't you coming? Why aren't you coming?
4: Oh, uh, someone's got to be back here. Uh, no, I'll uh, I'll be there right beside you. Of course I will.
1: You need to fight. Fly- yeah. I was going to say, you need to find, give me a way to answer this. Wayne is watching in Victoria, BC, and he says, question, Rod, are you ever going to be back in your studio in Regina again? What's that quote that I bring up from Mike Ditka at the news conference? I, I can't remember how it goes. It's like, what's it to you? Or why does it matter? That's what I, every time somebody asks that, are you going back to the bunker? Why does it matter? <laughs> They're still going to watch anyways. And uh, on, a, on a total other... Do you have a thought on that before I change topics? No. No, go ahead. Okay. Nelson Hackowicz, our VP of Sim Events, says, Barry trots to God's team. The Regina Pats. Well. Hot take. Never say never. As Gary Echeverry says, my good friend Etch, the football coach never's a long time never say never but I don't think Barry Trotz is going to junior hockey I just don't Um. I will say this to John in Edmonton is the bunker up for sale or lease Rod Mike Ditka what's it to you no what they don't understand is the guys flying the Millennium Falcon are in the bunker They've taken it over. We should have a live camera in there. Bingo! Um, Absolutely. Boy, I said we were gonna start viewer takeover early and I was not joking. Um, Wendell Weeb was just, a lot of these fans just waiting for the NFL talk. Wendell says, Baker Mayfield's talent is real, but do you really want that attitude in your locker room? Yes, I would absolutely take Baker Mayfield in a second. He went number one overall for a reason. I don't think the Browns screwed that up. He got him into the playoffs for the first time in 20 years and got, they wiped their feet on the guy. I am Baker Mayfield strong, man. I would take Baker on my f- team anytime. And we, pro- we'll probably just have to take a break and come back um, and continue this. But I want your take on Wayne. Ah. You weren't watching tnt last night you were what you were unfortunately watching sportsnet correct that's right i'm sorry to say but the tnt broadcast is 10 times better and it's sad that an american network does a better job of nhl hockey than the canadian networks but they do and they got wayne as they were deliberating the offside and let's remember wayne gretzky picked the calgary flames to beat the edmonton oilers in round two and we couldn't figure out is that because he really thinks that way or because he thinks he has to say that because the nhl and tnt are paying him couldn't quite figure that out because you knew it killed him to do it and how do you think it makes him feel that he was wrong but when they were delaying or making the decision on the offside wayne was standing on the set like with his back to the set but watching the ice you know what i'm saying and uh they had a camera on him, and Wayne didn't know they had a camera on him. So when the referee, whoever it was, announced, upon review, it's a good guy. The, the ref screwed it up. It's like he even didn't expect the, the announcement yeah. from the mission control. He's like, onside, good goal. They put the camera on, and Wayne, he's like. He, <laughs> he turned and walked away. And then in between periods, Biz nasty, who's right beside him on the set, was like, oh, Wayne. The camera's always on you. The eyes in the sky never lie. And they're all laughing at Wayne. Wayne's like, yeah, even he's mad at the call, which is awesome. TNT is 10 times better. We'll continue this all when we come back. Okay. You're watching the RP show on the Game Plus good. TV network and anywhere in America. If you've never, or or Canada, if you've never texted the show yet, text us now. I'd love to know where you're watching from. Let's Let's bring it all in here today. is the number to text. You are watching On Game Plus TV, live streaming on YouTube, and 24-hour sports radio streaming at rodpeterson.com.
2: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show.
1: Hello, and we're here. They did not black out the state of Florida. It's Taco Time viewer takeover uh, early, really for all of our two. And I want to tell you something about Taco Time. Real food, real value, real flavor. As we bring in the Moose, Darren Moose DuPont. um, A lot of things to get to here today. And I wanted to say something about Brady writing in earlier about kids looking up to me and stuff. And um, I'm glad to hear him say that. I was actually going to put this on Twitter earlier. I might do it later today. Apologies to all the wise people that I didn't listen to years ago. I get it now. Do you know what I mean? And if I can say one thing. Because with the blackout comment last night about how maybe we should blackout games in the cfl now judging by the attendance in Regina tonight the most horrible things are being said about me and i'm laughing my berries off and there's one cfl reporter pretty big reporter he's like how do you handle this man it would cripple most people what's said about you and i will pass this along to the young grasshoppers and even the old grasshoppers that that need to hear it once you hit a certain level of happiness in your life, there ain't nothing that will bother you. So we should be striving just to be happy in life. Because I do deal with a lot of kids in the recovery world and I tell them, they'll think if we make this amount of money, the more money I make, the happier I'll be. No, actually, the more money you make, the more stress you have. (laughs) And then you're trying to find avenues to deal with it. It's not about money. It's about happiness. And us doing this show every blinking day just makes me so darn happy. And being here, that's what we should be striving for is to be happy. Not trying to make the the most money. Now, if we can have both, that's the ticket. But happiness should be the goal. So any thoughts on that before we move on, Moose? That's a great lesson. You know, it's important. You know,
4: money, fame, fortune, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's not going to give you real happiness in life, right? So... I like that.
1: James in Border Manitoba. We love you in Winnipeg, Rod. How about that? <laughs> Said about no that? one ever. Thank you, James. I appreciate it. Um, from BW in Edmonton Gary Lawless covers the IFL in Vegas. Would be great to hear what's going on in Sin City. BW. Go ask him. Tell me what he says. The poll question today from Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, how would you rate officiating in these Stanley Cup playoffs? We've got a new leader. Uh, Your options are above average, average, or below average. I voted average. Dave Jamison, who was with us last hour, voted average. And the Moose voted below average. Leading the way with 53% of the vote now is below average. So we'll see. But it's interesting. j said not to expect the change, and I don't think that there will be a change. Remember all the bellyaching and griping, Darren, last year when Tampa Bay left Kucherov on the injured list all year, and then he's healthy come playoff time, and he helps him win a Stanley Cup. That's wrong. You shouldn't be able to do that. They had the meetings the nhl gm meetings 40 miles down the road here in a town i think called mangiapani and they kicked it around and they said no nah, we're not going to change anything they don't ever change any they don't very often change anything I, I like what would the officiating how would it change in this office they're not going to change anything no they
4: you know we've seen more penalties i believe called than it feels like in past playoffs usually we wouldn't see many I think we have. Seems like penalties. So maybe that's the change—is that they've done a better job of, of, calling the games in the playoffs the same way they had during the regular season. You know, that seems like a big change
1: in these in this postseason. Well, round one for sure. I'd love to see the stats on penalties as the series have gone along. There's certain things that they put in that NHL PR morning newsletter. And there's certain things they don't. And penalties is never in there. It's all about points and games played and stuff like that, and I get it. Um, Jack in Vulcan, Alberta says, it's okay to have money as long as money doesn't have you. (laughs) Nobody's got us. What does George Strait say? I ain't rich, but Lord, I'm free.
2: How about that?
1: Jeff, the Stamps fan, this is interesting, he says, a conspiracy theorist would say the league has mandated all close calls go against the Canadian teams. How do you explain the Flames getting screwed against the orders, though? No, I think it's just incompetence. Um, To the broadcast crews, which the fans could never get enough of, and I know why that is. It's because the broadcast crews are in our homes and in our cars. We feel like we know them, right? Um, Randy from Winnipeg says, I miss Doc Emmerich, and NBC playoff games were better than Sportsnet and whomever's doing the American feed now. That's from Randy in Winnipeg. Um, John Ohm in Winnipeg as well says, TNT has the best crew on NHL and NBA. No one can touch them. And you and I kicked this around, I don't I think we were still a Grey Eagle, weren't we? Playoffs started and you said, trust an American network to do it better, hockey broadcast. But they're all Canadians! Gretzky, Biz, Anson Carter, talk it. But I find myself again excited for the intermissions. I want to hear what Gretz is going to say about that offside. Like, they get it. And don't, Shack and Bark. That's like the USA Today article about the worst sports owners. Dan Snyder in his own league, okay? Shaq and Bark in their own league. They're so good, but it's on the same network. Like what does is, what is TNT know that the others don't, Moose? They've mastered the intermissions.
4: Now I still would, you know, 10 times out of 10 prefer watching the game on a Canadian network than the American network. I think the game's better, but those intermissions, I mean, and I'm truck me up as one of the biggest Ron McClain fans and, you know, I love and Elliot Friedman, and I think they do a great job. But there's just something about what TNT has been able to capture through the NBA and now the NHL that it just has that sizzle and a little bit of the I got to watch this because I don't know what they're going to say, but I know I'm going to be entertained. And there's going to be that it moment of the night and they've captured that. And it's a it's a magical skill that they have for those studio shows. And the fans are, are the benefactor.
1: Well, I think it all kind of depends on who the boss is. And I just feel like TNT just said, boys, go have fun. Where I will give Paul, our Paul, a lot of credit. Like, I think we were done one or two shows when we started this. 600, Sorry, 769 episodes ago. And I'm like, what do you want? And Paul just goes, it's be you. I was so screwed up and mentally fried coming out of my last job, I didn't even know who that was. But we all figured it out together. But I mean, to see Biz and Gretzky sitting beside each other on the panel, and Biz just going on and on and on that one day, and Gretzky's like, land the plane, Biz. (laughs) It's almost like, are you guys aware there's a camera there? That's how much fun they're having, man. And it's sports, that they're not having fun. Doesn't seem like they're having fun. The guys on TNT are having fun. Shaq and Bark, they have fun. We have fun. And speaking of that, we'll have more fun when we come back for overtime right after this. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. Streaming live on YouTube daily. And if you missed any portion of the show, you can always listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify.
2: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to this show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now back to the studio with Rod.
1: All right, welcome back everybody for many people's favorite part of the show, overtime for the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the Stanley Cup playoffs and the UFC. If we can bring in the moose right now, that would be just fantastic. Um, Remind me about the C-E-B-L-O-K and the Rattlers moose. Please remind me about them before we go off the air. I just wanted to read a couple things, and I'm trying to institute a rule of one or two comments Per person per day because I don't want them to take over the show but John Oma makes a point for some reason people are on Ron McLean's ass and I don't know why like the Mr. Rogers of Canadian Hockey Broadcasting how can you get him Ron McLean's ass and he says I lost my respect for that guy after the Don Cherry incident take that Ron I miss Don Cherry Ron McLean didn't fire Don Cherry and John I'm gonna ask you what would you have done if you were Ron McLean? What would you do? Quit? Sacrifice your own Hall of Fame career over his <laughs> obstinance because he wouldn't apologize? Come on, what would you do? I'll wait. Actually, no, I won't because we're on live television, but stop it. And what you have to do, would you... You know, back to the people that keep asking about returning to the bunker. They're never going to get it. You can't explain it to everybody so you just got to shrug and move on and do your thing. Um, BW in Edmonton says, could Sportsnet copy the Manning brothers on Monday night football and say say Stahl or the Sutter brothers on Hockey Night in Canada? Hashtag squirrel moment. Oh, we're okay. We're okay with squirrel moments. We're a family of squirrels around here. But knowing broadcast executives like I do they would say, no, it'll look like we're copying. Everything's copying, but they won't do it because they don't want to look like they're copying. What do you think? Do you think they'll do it, Moose? I I almost
4: can guarantee they're talking about it and trying to figure out if it would be a fit and if they would get the viewership. And, and one of the things to consider is, you know, fragmenting the viewers you already have, right? So. I'm not sure if they would or not. I kind of would lean towards probably not, just based on viewership. But I know they're talking about it. I can almost guarantee they would be
1: having those conversations. But they haven't done anything yet. So I guess we'll put our... No. I'll bet you. There'll be something that'll come out, but it won't be just like that. But I mean, that's why I knew that this show would have success. My intuition told me, and you too, although you graciously allowed me to pick the time frame of the show, but I said there's nothing on television at this time and there's room for it. But we're, there's nothing really else like it other than, um, I guess, PTI. Pardon the interruption. Two guys in two different places talking sports, but not on this time slot. Jeff the Stamps fan riding to my defense and Ron McLean. It says, John Ohm, you're wrong. Ron McLean had to take care of Ron, just like you would have. It's a fact. I'm interested to say, what would you do different? And now there's a fight over Ron and Don. Talk about Canadians not being able to get over stuff. I'm not even sure that Americans are this bad. From weed and wrestling. If that's your take, Jeff, that's your take. That's definitely not the take of many of us out there. What would you do, dude? What would you do different? Ron's supposed to quit? Eh, pick something else. <laughs> Ron McLean doesn't deserve this. He's a good guy. Thanks for reminding me about the Rattlers, Moose. The Fraser Valley Bandits look to stay undefeated as they venture further west to take on the Saskatchewan Rattlers. Tonight, 7.30 Central, 6.30 Mountain. They got the times wrong in this news, but that's okay. At SaskTel Center in the final game of their season-opening three-game road trip, The matchup is the first of a home-and-home with the Rattlers who will travel to Langley for a rematch on Saturday afternoon. The Bandits have a 5-4 advantage all-time against Saskatchewan and have won the last five meetings between the two franchises. So tonight, SaskTel Center, where else would you rather be? Those Rattlers games are fun. I give the CEBL so much credit, Darren, because as you know, they are working their cans off. They are working their cans off to just get some profile in Canadian sports. and. I received the email, so I feel like they are making some progress here. Do you? Yeah, I
4: mean they're making progress every year. They can get onto the floor and get onto the court and play. So the longer they continue to do that, then you can slowly start to build some traditions and continue to, you know, build your base out a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't have the, the buzz that it did in year one, maybe, but it's growing. And I think the longer it's a, it's a, it's a really a matter of how long can they survive, you know. And can they survive long enough to let the crowds catch up?
1: I'll be following tonight. (laughs) Our viewers, man, there's something else. They're a trip. From Guy in St. Louis. He says, Ron bought weed off a friend in the 80s. Just saying.
2: Oh,
4: no. No,
1: he didn't. No, he didn't. You guys... They're not answering the question from weed and wrestling. The same guy says jobs come and go and if you're talented, you could have a new job the next day. Okay, you go quit. You go quit and tell me when you get your next job. It's so easy for you guys to say it, especially under anonymous accounts. Why am I going down this rabbit hole moose? I'm still sitting here waiting to say last minute of play, last minute of play in the RP show. What would you guys do different? And nobody's giving me an answer on that. Nate is watching in Craven. He says, Rod, maybe your fans miss seeing the bunker. It was a cool place. I've always wondered if we'll ever see the bunker again too. Sign, Nate in Craven. And what I would say to that is stay tuned because never is a long time. Moose, any final thoughts from you?
4: No, I would just echo the same thoughts you just had. Stay tuned.
1: All right. I thank you to Dave Jamison, who, by the way, is our rock star of the day. By acclamation, Dave Jamison. Yesterday's was Matthew Barnaby. God bless Barney. See you tomorrow. Oh, here it is. noon Eastern. His name is Rolf.